I promise I won't go too far because I know a lot of us love a walk to remember, but if we are talking about dating and specifically dating advice, there are a lot more don'ts than do's when it comes to this movie and very specifically their relationship. But I'm going to talk about the positive first as we jump into today's episode, Dating Advice as Told by a Walk to Remember. So if you're single, if you're in a relationship, I think you'll get something out of this episode, but especially for those of us, no matter single, dating, married, if you love a walk to remember if you have moments of your life that are impacted by these emotional moments in this film you will definitely love today's episode so so wait so thanks for thanks for listening Good morning, good night, and good welcome to the Jamie Grace Podcast. Hi, I'm Jamie Grace, and this is the Jamie Grace Podcast, a show all about bridging the gap between pop culture and mental health, where we talk about how the things that we love have an impact on the people that we are today through the lens of dating and relationships and friendship. And I love having these conversations with you guys. I say conversations because more often than not, you guys reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, a lot of times in the DMs, and you share your personal stories, you share moments that um, you've connected to some of the things that I've been talking about. And so thank you so much for sharing that. What's also kind of funny is that recently someone that shared with me, they've been listening to the podcast, I'm going to put them on blast and to put their name out there, um, is my new friend, Danielle. I talk, I've been talking about her a little bit on the podcast a few, for a few weeks now, because my family and I were, you know, we're new to Arizona. We're like trying to make friends and stuff. We're getting out there, socializing, um, kind of a little, you know, like a little bit still kind of, you know, being safe and everything with the trying times that there be us that lie in this world. Um, but yeah, my friend Danielle, she was like, I actually happened to hear the episode of your podcast. <laughs> she didn't listen to it before, but kind of since we became friends, I didn't tell, like, I don't usually tell people that I'm Jamie Grace, if you will, when I meet them. A lot of times, just to be honest, a lot of times, like, once people hear my name, especially with my middle name, they kind of, um, especially if I'm in like a church space, like if I'm, you know, at a church or around people and church is a comfortable topic, um, they typically have maybe heard of me before. Like it kind of rings a bell from like middle school or something like that. And so I'm not really like, I'm not really like, it's not often that I'm like, hi, I'm Jamie Grace. You know, you remember me from your um, 12th grade um, recital? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you danced to beautiful die. Um, so you should just say my name is Jamie. And when people ask what I do, I say yeah, I produce or I write. And it's not that I'm keeping it a secret. It's just that once Jamie Grace is a part of a conversation, it's just like a whole different thing. So I'm, I'm pretty chill about it. If people find out, they find out. But anyways, my friend Danielle found out. Um, it usually takes a couple weeks, and then people are like, um, I saw your Instagram, and uh, I'm trying to figure out what's happening here. So she told me that she didn't went and listen to the podcast, and I was like, yeah, you did, sucker. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm talking too long. I'm already, you guys, you hear the music? I'm already in my other music. That's my, that's my other music. Oh my goodness. Okay, so what we're talking about today is a walk to remember. We're talking about dating advice, and we're going to talk about some do's and some don'ts of um, of of their relationship. Yeah, so there I have fourteen things listed as positive things about their relationship, and I'm going to go through them pretty fast because fourteen is a pretty hefty number. Um, but I also I do have eight like random notes and then like nine 
not so positive things about their relationship or other relationships in the film. And so it kind of doesn't fully even out. So if you love this movie and then you should stop, I'll do the positives first and then you can stop listening after that. And also I I do want to say before I jump into the positives, one of the interesting things about this movie, I mean, it is largely about this, this couple, right? They're Landon and Jamie. Landon's the guy, Jamie's the girl. And they, they like, each other but they don't know that they like each other in in the beginning it's kind of this like bad boy falls for the preacher's daughter and also she's talented and then also major spoiler alert if you don't want a spoiler alert stop listening right now um major spoiler alert um the girl gonna die she gonna die at the end and uh I have to kind of say it this way so that I don't get all up in my own feelings because it's a very sad situation. Um, but yeah, she is keeping that kind of as a secret, if you will. And they're not supposed to fall in love with, but they do. And then she does. And then the movie's over. And then basically they're just like, here you go. You and your feelings can go and figure out how to live your life now. So thanks. Um, it's a lot. But also outside of their relationship, like I said, he's like a bad boy. And so there is a lot of messiness with him and his friends. And there's a lot of stuff that went over my head that I just didn't even catch watching this movie. Maybe, I guess, in my teens or maybe in college. But but overall, there's just degrading and, and a demeaning way that the bad guys or the popular teenagers treat each other but especially the women in their group i mean the intro is literally full of the guys being aggressive and harassing the girls and you can tell they're clearly uninterested and i'm not going to focus on their behavior i just i'm going to focus on jamie and landon but i just want to clarify up front that this isn't bad boy or bully behavior that you see um the actions and the words of these high school students played by 53 year olds is actually abusive so if you find yourself at the receiving end of stuff that looks like this behavior or if you've made moves or comments towards someone in this way, please reach out to a counselor or a mentor who can advise you on next steps. And look, I I know I probably sound like your grandma or your big sister by what I'm saying right now, but awesome. (laughs) That is my goal. So thanks for listening to that. And let's jump into some positives about Landon and Jamie. So one of the first things that I really like about Landon is that he really does remember things that she says. Um, I don't like the stigma or the stereotype that men don't remember things, that men don't care or whatever. Um, I'm fortunate that, you know, I have a husband that's like too, like, like, that, like that too. He remembers these random little details about my life. Um, and so I think that's really cool about Landon, like the whole she wanted to be in more place or one place wait in more than one place at a time and so he went and helped her like find like oh where the state line is and she could be in two states at once and that's just really sweet that he actually remembered that um I also like that she challenges his faith um or lack of faith um and there's a line she says something along the lines of how can you have moments like this and not believe and I think it's so important to have these open conversations like this in a dating relationship so recently someone sent me a dm on instagram and they They were asking me if I think you can have more than one, um, like if you can date someone and have like different denominational beliefs. Um, For those of you that that may not know a lot about Christian culture, that's basically like you both are likely to still be Christians, but there are just different things you agree on or disagree on in the Bible. And 
I'm going to be honest, like that's not really something that I can fully jump into in, in this episode or possibly like ever on the podcast, because that's a very weighted conversation. But I will at, at the very, very minimum say that if you, you know, one thing that I don't love about this movie, I know I said I was going to jump in the, into the positives, but one thing that I would suggest, let's make it positive, is that if you are going to, if you are a Christian and a huge part of your life is pursuing a deeper relationship with Christ, um, that maybe dating, like choosing to date someone that doesn't have that same foundational belief system of like, oh yeah, I want to have a relationship with Christ too. You know, I do think that that will be challenging. Um, and overall, I don't think that that will be a great choice. I don't think that that saying like, oh, all of you guys smell like poo. And if you try to like, you know, tweet me and be like, you said that everybody smells like poo if they don't believe what you believe. That's not what I said. But um, dating is such an intimate thing. And uh, if you're looking for something long term to hopefully lead into marriage, then I do believe that you need to have a lot of similar foundational beliefs right and so um yeah i think that's super important and then if you're talking interdenominationally i mean i think you just have to grow up and grow and learn together and have hard conversations and at some point you'll get to a point where you're like okay maybe this thing we can't agree on and that is a part of my foundation you know what i mean so you know, premarital counseling, all those things, guys. <laughs> but, um, but at the very least, if we're going to make it relatable to this show or to this movie, I don't love that it, you know, that they don't even have the same foundational concept, but I do love that she challenges him and that they have these conversations, even though he may not have been open to them before. Um, because that's just a part of dating in general. You have to have challenging conversations and be able to kind of push the other one and be like, well, not push them like, I'm going to make you bitter, but, but push them like, uh, be like, well, why do you believe that? Well, why'd you say that? Why do you think that? Like, if you don't have those kind of conversations, then like what y'all doing? You know what I mean? Okay. So number three, it's, it's kind of similar to number two because it's something that they talk about and they're pretty vague about it in the movie but I think it's because of movie purposes. Um, but they talk about boundaries. I can't remember exactly what the line is, but they're, I think that they're looking at stars or something. Um, or it's like the star that he named after her or something like that. That was really sweet. And he says something, uh, he kind of alludes to like wanting to maybe be physically intimate a little bit more than they have been. And she just kind of shuts it down. And this is mostly just a, a compliment to Jamie and in, in the way that she just stands her ground and just is like, nah, bruh, like <laughs> whatever, you know? I think one of the most popular questions I get when people DM me and ask me about dating and relationships is like, how far is too far? Like, you know, where can we touch and what can we smell? Like what's allowed? And that's such a challenging question to answer because I mean, for one couple holding hands might be something that they just feel uncomfortable doing, but for another couple, like, holding hands is such a beautiful thing that they do. And so um, I'm not going to be like, well, God says you can hold hands for 30 seconds, but once you hit 31, you've been deflowered. You know what I mean? Like I, there's not really like, um, like an exact map for that kind of thing. Um, if you are super interested in that conversation, I do have a full one hour talk on that um, on my Patreon in the four episode How to Date series. Um, but with that being said, you have to have boundaries. No matter what those boundaries are, you have to have them. You need to know how to 
shut the other one down in a kind and respectful way when you're dating. Um, if you guys set a boundary that's like, hey, we are not going to um, fall asleep on the couch at your apartment because we know that nobody else is going to be there and we're going to end up waking up in the morning and we just you know, don't want to sleep over at each other's places right now because that's one of our boundaries. Like if that's a boundary that you guys set, then don't show up at somebody's house at 10 or 11 o'clock at night when you know you're already tired and turn on a movie like this. And this isn't me saying like, oh, you need to sit here. You can't sit there. No, I'm talking about when you set those boundaries, you and your person, y'all set your boundaries. Like then y'all need to be able to say, hey, I think you're tired. I think you need to go home or I'm feeling some type of way. I think you need to go um, or I'm going to go like whatever it might be. So I like that she kind of, you know, shuts that down. It makes me really happy. I was really proud of you, Mandy. I was really proud. So if we're just talking about moments where I'm proud of Mandy more then I'm going to jump in here at number five. No. Yeah. Number four. <laughs> the next one is how she allowed herself to fall in love, even though she was opposed to it. So I think something beautiful, and especially because she's a person of faith in the film, I'm going to speak from a Christian perspective. One important thing that we have to do in our lives, man, is we have to allow God to do his thing. And, you know, it's so easy to be like, I'm not dating for five years because I farted too many times on that last date or whatever it might be. Sorry. I talk about like poo and fart a lot. Um, I'm not sorry about it. I don't know why I said I'm sorry. Um, baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, basically, what, what I'm getting at is like, uh, what am I talking about? Hold on. Where's my list? Basically, like, I, I like that she was like, I don't want to fall in love. I don't want this to be a thing. But when love came and found her, she was like, actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to jump into this. I'm going to fall in love. And I think that is an absolute beautiful thing. Similarly to my next point, he was very set and caught up on being a bad boy, <laughs> like being messy and being a bully, being a jerk. I mean, they are literal. They all should have been in prison, by the way, because of what happened in the beginning. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, but he was a, he's a, he made some very terrible choices. And he says at one point to his mom, she makes me want to be different better and I love that so much that they are both open to change another question that I got in my dms was can people really change and yes they can because she was opposed to falling in love and she did and he was clearly opposed to anything re remotely connected to the church or music or faith and he changed and so I think it's really great. Um, the next thing I've got is that he respectfully made it known to her dad that he wasn't leaving, even though her dad did not approve. Um, I, I love that so much. I mean, I, I'm not one to be able to tell you like, okay, your parents need to agree with X, Y, Z. But I like that he was just respectful and he honored her, the fact that her father, you know, didn't want him around, but he, at the same time, like in a respectful way, but at the same time, he's like, well, she and I are in love, so I'm going to be around. Um, I thought that was really cool. Now, I mean, if he had been like a murderer or something, he should have followed the rules, but we don't have time to, you know, jump into all that right now. I mean, when am I actually, when am I going to talk about that? Anyways, um, the next one, number seven, I like how they argue. I like how they apologize. They, I think they have two, once they're dating, before they're dating, no, but they, I think they have two arguments in the movie and they are both awesome and they apologize very well um i say that they're awesome because they i mean obviously it's a movie but they like wait for each other finish talking they express their needs they clearly understand what the other one is saying it's a, just a good way to argue um 
or disagree, if you will. Um, number eight, he asks, because a lot of times in movies, I'll be like throwing stuff across the house. I'm like, bro, this looks a little abusive. Like, does somebody need therapy? Every, everyone might need therapy. Um, or a lot of us. Uh, let's see, number six, is that, no, number eight, he asks his mom to show him how to dance. I thought that was just super cute. Obviously, it has nothing to do with her. Uh, Jamie, but it's kind of lending itself toward why he wants to dance, obviously. Number nine, he is by her side consistently in the hospital. I thought that was really beautiful. But then number 10, he graciously leaves when her dad needs time with her. He accepts the gift. Um, oh, and and he accepts the gift his dad can provide of like, uh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. So like when his dad offers to like pay for the hospital stuff. So I liked that he has a healthy parent-in-law dynamic. Um, you know, obviously he, Jamie's dad didn't like Landon in the beginning, but obviously that kind of grew into like a, you know, a, a, a tolerance into a liking, into a respect and an honor of this man. And so I liked, I liked that because it just showed like, you know, we are first, right? Like husband and wife, fiance and fiance, like we are putting each other first. I'm sitting by your side in the hospital. Like you are mine, but also I'm honoring that your father wants time with you. And I'm honoring that my father wants to financially contribute to helping you. So it's not like a, okay, we shut our parents out, but it's also our parents don't come first. And I thought that was a really good example of showing that parent to in-law dynamic. We've got three more. I lied y'all. It's not 14. It's 13. Um, a number 11 was they had a perfect wedding. They had a perfect summer. I mean, nothing can be perfect, but it was perfect because it's a movie. Uh, then she dies. Obviously I'm not happy about that, but you know, um, and then number 12, I liked that he was the miracle, you know, especially for me as someone who deals with chronic illness and, uh, you know, a sickness, a lot of times people are like, Oh, don't you want to be healed? Don't you want to be healed and there's a line in this movie where Landon says to Jamie's dad after she has passed away he says um aren't you sad that she never got her miracle because she was just praying for a miracle as she was uh, really sick and and Jamie's dad says uh she did get her miracle it was you and I think that that's so beautiful because oftentimes we think that healing or freedom only looks like the thing that everybody else would perceive it to look like. But in reality, like that freedom in your heart and that healing of your mind and your soul can be freedom in, in its own way. Um, and in God's way, you know, so, you know, when people say like, Oh, Jamie, don't you want to be healed? Like you have Tourette syndrome. It's like, yeah, okay, super cool. If God took Tourette syndrome away from me, I truly feel like so many things in my life will be so much easier. But like this joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away so like you can have all your opinions about my body and my health of my body but like my mind and my spirit bro like I'm good like God has been so gracious also the last thing number 13 I was way too happy about the fact that her name was Jamie when he does that speech at the end and he's just talking about how awesome she is um I <laughs> that has nothing to do with the relationship <laughs> just growing up watching that movie when he'd be like Jamie she's like the mountains and all this stuff I'm like yes I am boy <laughs> and I don't even care it's not even the fact that he's saying it it's just the fact that it's being said <laughs> yes I'm a princess oh my goodness All right, y'all, so we are going to talk about some not-so-positive things about this movie. I have nine thoughts that just, like, flooded my mind as I was watching this movie. And then I've got, like, eight more thoughts, and they're, like, in two separate sections. Here we go. So uh, this, this is some specific dating advice. If you are in church with your ex 
and your ex is looking at the worship leader because they think that they're cute, stop looking at your ex. Get out of their business. Let God move how God needs to move. That girl was way too invested in what was going on. I thought that she was currently dating him. Like, oh my gosh, like he's looking at another woman. Well, what what did he what's he supposed to do? Look at his toes. Get out of his business. He is a grown man. That she gets on my nerves. Like literally the whole movie. She is just way too invested. Number two, if you stored up information about your crush, whether you know they're your crush or not, please don't blurt it out. Even if you think you're being a bully. Like there's a scene on the school bus I think he thinks he's just being so mean and sassy and funny and he's just shutting her down blah 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 and he's just like saying all this information that he knows about her I don't think at this point he realizes that he has a crush on her but it's creepy and it makes you look like you just you know way too much about her like y'all stop talking about the girl's sweater we get it she wears the sweater every single day but like it just looks like to me that y'all are watching her way more than she's watching y'all. So chill, bro. Just chill. Number three, just because he teases you doesn't mean he likes you. Following up from that school bus scene, I think it's really easy to be like, oh my gosh, like he's so insecure. He doesn't even know that he likes her. No, hard pass. We're not We're not taking this into 2021. We are new women. Hard pass. Number four, don't make anyone promise they will fall in love with you. That's just dumb. That's dumb. What kind of sense does that make? Now, I'm thankful for that line because it's the best part of the movie. <laughs> but don't say it in real life. Leave it to Mandy. Let let keep what happened all the, all the VHS movie TBS Saturday morning in ABC Family Freeform. Let it let keep what happened there. <laughs> Stay there. What? Number five. Um, if if you if you if you if you wait. <laughs> Okay, if you're dating someone or you're like courting somebody, you're like kind of interested in them and they're not cool enough to your friends, don't be a butthead and diss them in front of the cool kids. And then show up at their house later and be like, oh, it's no, no, no. I love him anymore. It's like, oh, we could be secret friends. Like, we could read each other's mind. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, you can read my mind. And she's like, has this, like, sarcastic moment. Great. She has a lot of great comebacks, a lot of great sarcastic moments. But the reason why this girl has to have a lot of good comebacks is because he is not a nice person. He's not being very kind. And for whatever reason, it beautifully, magically worked out in here with this grace and patience and compassion. Um, and 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 he just turned his life around and became this amazing guy. But But guys... Like, he's not so great, and I, I hate that Mandy has to work so hard to, I don't know, just to, uh, moving on. Number seven, if he's your ex, get out of his business when he's dating someone else. That girl looked so bothered when they when they kissed in the play. Get out of his business. Why were you even at the play? Like, <sighs> I, unless she had some other friends in the play, she should not have been there. Get out of your ex's business. Why are you, why are you looking at his Instagram? You can look once and then, and then, and then stop it. Stop it. You should not know the name of his new girlfriend unless you just happen to see them at school. No, get, no, no. Stop it. <laughs> Stresses me out. I also do not like, oh my gosh, I do not, there's so many things I don't like. I didn't like when she kissed him on the cheek later on when she was returning something to his house. I'm sorry, have you not heard of a mailbox? Y'all broke up. Go home, baby. Leave your ex alone. And then when she was like, I guess you're with who you should be. And baby, I guess you desperate. And she was like, I don't know why she chose you. No, nobody won't, nobody won't talk to you. Go home, Elizabeth. She's doing too much. She's doing the most. 
Also, last thing in this section, don't approach. Wait, no, I just said that one. But the last thing is don't allow your parents to convince you that just because a guy doesn't love Jesus, that he only wants you for sex. Because even though we can all have different opinions and belief systems and structures to our lives, I mean, that is valid. That's more than valid. It doesn't mean that everybody's just a bad person just trying to have sex with you or trying to punch you in the face or poop in your toilet and then not flush like that. The, like that's not that, that frustrated me a bit. I don't like, yeah, it's fine to like be like, Hey, uh, you know, based on the conversations we've had, I know that you're not wanting to be like, you know, I know that you're setting up boundaries and stuff. So like, you know, Make sure you guys are hanging out with friends or talk to me if you need anything. Like, yeah, of course, it's perfectly normal for a parent to communicate to his minor, like, some stuff. But, bruh, just saying, just don't let anybody convince you that just because somebody doesn't know Jesus, which I'm saying this as someone who knowing Jesus is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. But, like, just because, like, <laughs> just because people don't know Jesus doesn't mean they just run around with their pants off saying, ah, kiss it. <laughs> what do y'all get out the house do y'all know what's going on out there because it ain't that all right guys so before i hit this little last random selection i do want to make sure that i remind you guys that if you are interested in a four-part series called how to date each episode is about an hour long you can check that out on patreon it's um a four-part video series and you will also get access to a few like printouts or like iPhone screensavers, however you want to do it. Um, they're just going to help you follow along. It is kind of the like, I feel like it's kind of an ideal um, series that I've created and, and, and shared for you guys. Um, for anybody that has never really dated before or maybe you've only dated one or two people. And you really do want a long-term situation. But the concept of like going out with a stranger and then having to like marry them kind of seems like why in the world slash how in the world. And so if any of that resonated with you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Jamie Grace, and you can sign up as either a stream or a vinyl level patron, and you can have the full four part series. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm really thankful for all my patrons that I do have everybody that's supporting the show over there. That is a huge way to support the show. And as a bonus, you get series like how to date and also the proverb series. And so Go on over, check out, check it out in the show notes. That's patreon.com slash Jamie Grace if you want to check that out. And I can't wait to see you guys over there. As I tend to say over there, I'll see you guys in the comments. So just a few more notes before I leave you guys. I want to just give the disclaimer that I really do like this movie. <laughs> But you guys, I'm really upset with the amount of secrets that Mandy Moore seems to keep. I really struggle with this because here's the thing. I like I love Mandy Moore like a whole lot. She is great. I literally like if she has a new show coming out like this is us. I'm going to watch it. She's in Princess Diaries 1. I'm going to watch it. I think she's actually one of the best parts of Princess Diaries 1. Stupid Cupid is a hilarious song. I love when they like she and her friends sing that. But she's not very nice in that movie. And then spoiler alert for This Is Us. She should have told wait. 
wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> What's his name? Sterling K. Brown's character. She should have told him that she knew William. Like, come on, Mandy. And then in this show, she's not, I like, I'm not saying that she has to disclose her medical information, but the, the way that it came out was just, it wasn't planned at all. And that can be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm upset. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of really big feelings. And I don't think it's really healthy to keep those things inside, which I wish Mandy Moore knew. It's not good to harbor secrets inside. So there's that. Another note that I wanted to make is I don't I don't know why her dad called it uh, called it sinful when he catches them kissing. I don't know if it's from her dad's perspective if he was saying like it's a sin because only one of them is a Christian. I don't know if her dad thinks that kissing outside of marriage is a sin. I don't know if he thinks that nighttime kisses are sinful. I'm not really sure what it is, but I felt like that was a bit dramatic um, and unnecessary. I I would have preferred the perspective of you're a minor and you need to stop making out at nighttime. <laughs> Because creepy stuff happens. Don't you know what happened? Like, haven't you seen 2020? That would have been my perspective. But, you know, it's a movie. It's like a really good movie. Um, and then also, uh, if I were her dad when Landon was like, sir, don't you believe in faith? Can't you have faith in me? I would have been like, I can totally have faith in you to start having Sunday dinners with us. And then maybe like some board game nights. But again, you guys are children. And so... <laughs> They could be 18. I don't, I don't know how old they are. I've always felt like they were 16 or 17. They could be like 18 or 19, though. So, you know. Okay. And then also, uh, just my own guilt here. I definitely romanticized the cafeteria scene when she runs into his arms. Oh, my goodness. Well, I never, like, what she actually went through in that moment is horrible. I mean, they should have never put her picture on those photos. Like, that is horrible. I cannot imagine, you know, what that's like to have that. And then also, like, to have that happen in front of all those people. But, um, the moment where she runs into his arms, I'm just like, oh, it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. So dramatic. Me, not the movie. I'm dramatic. And then also guys, I actually really liked the line. I just went to, as we, <laughs> as we come to a close, um, I really liked the line where, uh, his friend, I think it's the black guy. He's like, this girl has changed you and you don't even know it. I love that line so much. Why? Because it's unconscious, subconscious, subliminal. You don't know what's happening. People always want to know, like, can people change? Two episodes ago, I did Dating Advice as Told by Frozen. And I talked about the line where it says, I'm not saying you can change him because people don't really change. People do change. They change all the time. We change all the time as human beings. And I think to acknowledge that and to accept that and to realize that that's a part of who we are as humans is a beautiful thing. But we have to be intentional about the people that we put in our lives, the people that we allow in our lives, and the level of intimacy that those people have once they're in our lives. Are these people that we see at work, that we see at school, are these people that we are choosing to have a close intimate friendship with or that we choose to hang out with in group settings? Is this someone that we are dating with intention or someone that we're just going out with, making out with, doing stuff with because our bodies are feeling things and we're trying to figure out how to make our bodies <laughs> feel it less by feeling it more, if you know what I mean. I think it's really telling that that line is in this movie, that she is changing you without even knowing it. That's what happens, guys. And it can be a beautiful thing. You can change for the better without even knowing it as you are intentional about the people that are in your life. So I hope that that is the main thing that we can all take from this movie is that it's a beautiful film, you know, flawed, albeit, is that the right word to use right now? Um, because it's a movie, <laughs> but it's not realistic. But there are so many beautiful things to take away from and um, take away from it. And 
I just, I want to share that with you guys. I hope it was helpful. Oh, I also meant to say that if you have a crush on someone and you're in a play with them and your dad, who's a preacher, is watching from the audience, he's going to figure out that you guys are in love, so tread carefully. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> to today's episode, you guys are awesome human beings. I cannot wait to connect with you on social media at Jamie Grace H. That's my name. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to today's episode. Thank you so much to everybody that supports this show on Patreon. I hope that you enjoy all of the bonus gifts and podcast episodes and songs that you get being a Patreon member. I will see you guys next Saturday. Be a good human. Hug somebody, like, uh, consensually that you know, you know, not just like a stranger while they're sleeping or something. Uh, this is getting super weird. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> okay, bye.